1: Hey, they say you should never ask a lady about her age, but today it might be appropriate. That's right. For the last 99 years, the Miss America organization has grown from a local swimsuit pageant to the nation's leading women's empowerment organization. And we're going to talk about that. Why did they give up that swimsuit? Well, it was never really part of it. Oh, well, we'll get into it in this particular show. Joining us today to talk about Miss America, what it means for women, and what the future looks like is Chantel Krebs, the chairwoman and interim CEO. Of the Miss America organization. Chantel, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazel.
2: A pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I'm delighted.
1: Now, you've also competed in this uh, big competition, right?
2: Yeah, that was that was some many moons ago. So thank goodness they have a historical look back. Uh, 1997, I was Miss South Dakota, and that was really just it. Really shaped uh, who I am today. And I think that's what's so important about this organization, like you had mentioned in the introduction, is the empowerment. For me, it was a launching pad. It was not only a launching pad for my scholarships that I applied to go to college. I was the first one in my family to attend college, and it essentially was paid for by Miss America. And that is really the heart and the meat and soul of Miss America is our scholarships. And that is why so many women compete in the Miss America organization is because of the scholastic benefits that they're competing for. You know, we always talk about and compare Miss America to the Super Bowl. Is it more likely that your daughter could compete in the Super Bowl or a Miss America, or, or excuse me, your daughter compete at Miss America versus a son going to the Super Bowl? And that's very true. It's, it's, it's unusual and it's a really difficult process to become and get onto that stage. But the benefits and the process of getting there are so worth it of the lady that you become.
1: That's that's awesome. And the leader you become, because it's not just a lady, but also a great leader. And that's a big part of it. And I want to get into the get into that. Why? Well, first of all, the first question I have to you. Because there's always been some controversy around these kinds of pageants without question. And that's okay. Tension's a good thing. Tension leads us to better places. And of course, I was involved uh, many years ago on the other side with another organization, uh, a competitor to this one. But I want to talk about what is it you like the most about Miss America?
2: Yeah. Quite frankly, just as right now as, as the interim CEO, it's the little notes, the thank you notes that I'm getting from young ladies across the country. So saying thank you for making an impact in my life right now and what you've done, the share the stories you've shared, the encouragement that you've given me, the example that you're setting. I think that's really rewarding for me now. However, the big picture is what the Miss America organization does, just like I said, for women and young ladies across this country. it's It's something that they would never think they could be on stage. They didn't think that they could do it. They now have developed skills that, you know, that poise, that personality, that interviewing skills, being able to sit at a table, at a conference table, at the head of the table, making decisions in corporate America. That is what the Miss America organization really breeds and trains and really defines for young ladies. And so when you say what I like about it, it's everything, but it's those little things in life. And I think thank you notes, and you've mentioned this before, are so important. And when you get that thank you note, then you know you're making an impact in the lives of these young ladies. Because I had that same impact or had that someone in my life, and Miss America was a part of that, that made a difference for me. So it's really just about making a difference in Miss America. And that's what we're made of, is volunteers. Think of how the whole organization is made up of volunteers, that boots on the ground, that that have these organizations established in local communities to have local title holders crown, and then they go on to the state competition and volunteers really run these state organizations. So when you look at the impact that we have for those 99 years, it's an organization that's been run solely by volunteers. You can't compare that to another nonprofit with the amount of people that are a part of this organization.
1: That's pretty amazing. So, you know, sometimes Miss America and these pageants, they kind of get a bad rap because some people think it sexualizes women, but that's not what it is. So what do you want to tell people who view the pageant not as an empowerment tool for women, but something that capitalizes only on looks?
2: Well, first of all, you just said it. I mean, it's frustrating because we do have that sense that, oh, this Miss America, is just a pageant. Well, they only see it one day a year. They see it on TV and that national broadcast. And that's what's so unusual about our organization. Yes, we have a national network broadcast, but it's the day-to-day, that 365 days a year that we actually are working out there with these ladies' social impacts. I mean, these social impact initiatives, these causes that they are supporting it that they're advocating for in their local communities. That's the difference. And when you talk about, you know, how do we make a difference? It's not just with the lives of the scholarships that these young ladies are winning, but it's in their community. So many of them volunteer or have a particular uh, social initiative that they are advocating for, and they're making a difference in their local community or their state. How does that, you know, compare that to any other organization, nonprofit out there that these young ladies are trying to make a difference in their community, gaining educational opportunities with scholarships and improving their life skills, such as their interviewing skills. And that is what the Miss America organization does. You know, so many companies that you're talking to on a daily basis, Jeffrey, talks about causes. These companies want to partner with um organizations or you know, individuals that have a cause. That's what the mismarket organization is, is it's a cause. Every year we have thousands, and I mean, thousands of young ladies competing that have causes that they're advocating for. And they don't just say that they're doing it. They're actually boots on the ground doing things, whether starting nonprofits, volunteering hours and hours of time, raising money for their cause, whatever it's close and near and dear to their heart. That is the difference between the Miss America pageant that everybody sees it on TV one time a year versus every day, what they're doing on a day-to-day basis, 365 days a year.
1: I want to come back and talk about those thousands of women in all the communities that are impacted as well as the states. It's not just one woman that's chosen. It's many, many, many that get to that. And I'm going to take a quick break and we'll come right back after this message.
0: C-Suite Radio.
1: And we are back and we're live casting right here on Facebook and LinkedIn as I bring you behind the scenes as we tape all business with Jeffrey is not right here on C-Suite Radio. Of course, I'm talking to Chantel Krebs. She's the CEO of Miss America. That's it. Miss America. I mean, that's it. That's about as American as you can get right there, Chantel. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the, the role and how you do that and what that's like every day. I can only imagine being the CEO of such a, a big leadership organization. But let's talk about the women. I, you know, I have a daughter and I would, you know, she, she balances the beauty and she balances the brains and she's She 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 acts a lot like me, but she looks like her mother. Thank goodness. We're so happy about that, you know, uh, for a lot of different ways. Although some people would say maybe she shouldn't act like you as much, but she's she's a very tough business person and really cool. So but we talk about all these women that are out there competing. Let's just take what it is. I mean, don't they start off at like a city competition and then from the city they go to the state or is it county or I mean, how are all these organizations intertwined?
2: sure so they have local competitions and it could be a, a something of a fair or a festival or a city competition or it could be just a, a a group of individuals that started up this competition in an area uh, and represents an area maybe it's like miss rushmore you know for miss mount rushmore area miss rushmore yep. kind of that western south dakota i use that as an example because everybody knows mount rushmore and you know got to give a kudos to our home state
1: right hey now. a little shout out to the home state never heard especially on a day like today it's snowing it's snowing can you believe this already i know it's nuts
2: So anyway, there's those local competitions and, you know, how many of them compete? Like I said, we have thousands of competitions across the United States, thousands of competitors competing. And then if they win that local, then they go on to the state competition. So they compete in Miss New York, Miss California, Miss Texas, Miss South Dakota. And if they win that, of course, they go to the big stage of Miss America. But again, along the way, all this whole time, when you talk about the women, what they're doing in their community. And I keep going back to that because it is so impressive. Very yeah. few of you see a 20 year old that's already started a nonprofit, has a complete entire website set up, has advocated and has done how many hours of volunteer work, has raised money for a particular um, subject or cause. And she has done all this by the age of 20 years old. These are the young ladies. These are your <laughs> leaders. These are the people that you as a business want to hire. Oh and yeah. Talk about um, a, a company. Now, when I t- when I say this to your listeners out there, if you see somebody who's competed in Miss America on their resume, you need to jump on them. These are the overachievers, high, high threshold of competition, the, um, the ladies that really have it all together, but at the same time, really have heart and soul. They're authentic. And I u- love using that word because Miss America, we don't want to put her on a pedestal and say, this is what she is and what everybody thinks she is. She's a girl next door. She's the gal that you all know because she's real, she's authentic. And for your companies, that's who you wanna partner with is people that are real and authentic. And we have thousands of them out there that are grassroots in the trenches, like I said, working, advocating, um, trying to make themselves better. Furthering themselves into education, although that they might not have had this opportunity because they didn't get a scholarship. But in this organization, you get scholarships at those local levels, at the state levels, not just for national. And you don't have to invest in anything. We don't say you have to be uh, invested in a brand new dress. We don't judge in one area of our competition on any physical beauty. Now I know it's hard to believe. You think about that. Now.
1: See, now people would say, "Oh, come on, that's BS. Are you kidding me? That's that's a big part of what the the whole thing's about." Are you kidding? i uh, seriously. But
2: it, it's true. When we look at the judging criteria, it's the talent competition. It's the yeah. interviews, telling them why you want the job, what are you going to do, what's the impact you're making the community. It's it's a job interview. The job is, a, Miss America is a 365 day a jo- year job, and we're interviewing these candidates for that job. We also um, uh, judge on that social impact initiative. How have they made it, you know, impact in their community? How do they hold themselves as far as composure? That's what we're looking at. Um, it's that physical beauty that people think and equate to with pageantry, but this is why we call it a competition. It's not a pageant. It is a competition. We are looking for that woman that stands out, has well-rounded, that is authentic, that people can relate to. And I keep saying this word authentic, but it's really that relatability. And Jeff, you and I have been in politics. You know, relatability. Is she likable? Can you relate to her? And that's what Miss America is. Most of them, if you meet them and you see them, they all say that they're like, wow, she's just so real. And that's what's so cool about this organization. We have real women that have made impacts in the community now, and that are going out, like you said, Jeff, and are at the table, at the corporate tables, making decisions, that are real tough decisions. And they're, they're the ones that are doing it.
1: So you miss America organization moved to eliminate the swimsuit competition a few years ago. What led to that decision? And has it been a good one?
2: When you think about it, you know, our founding, you know, the organization was founded on in 1921 on the boardwalk of Atlantic City was really to, uh, you know, extend the vacation season past Labor Day for Atlantic City. So they thought, well, let's have them, you know, b- a parade around in bathing suits, which was, of course, was very disruptive back then. Of course, that is something they didn't do. You could get, a, you know, a, um, you could get arrested for being on a boardwalk.
1: Well, walk. and by the by the way, let's just note, uh, b- bathing suit wear in the 20s was similar to what we wear in the winter time here in South Dakota exactly. at that time. So it's very close in terms of that.
2: Oh, your producer got a good laugh out of that one. <laughs> anyway, um, you're correct. So here we are shifting that pendulum all the way to now is because again, what we want to make sure people understand about the missile Marker candidates is that it's not about the personal and you know, the beauty physical component of it. We're judging these ladies on the impacts they've made, their educational career yeah. advancements and their um, their thoughts of where they want to go with it, how they want to make an impact and their talent, of course. We don't want to miss out on the talent because a lot of them launch into careers in the music and entertainment industry is how did they you know get that first time on stage? Maybe Miss America was the first time that they were nervous to compete when they're you know 13 years old and we launched them and got them into the competition in the team division and then into the Miss division and they're now professionally on Broadway. And we have some of those Miss Americas that have probably shared that story. So again, that's the difference. Why did we shift away because we know that that is not what the Miss America organization is about. That is not what we want to portray, and we want individuals, not just companies, to understand that, but individuals knowing that this is not what the organization is about, that we are much more than just that physical component. Because when you talk to them, you know, we just had our Miss America, she spoke at the United Nations three or four months ago. You know, she's talking to pharmaceutical companies. She's a major in doctor of pharmacy, a scientist. This is what our Miss America organization, <laughs> that STEM right. category, is what we breed with these young ladies of these advancement of these educational um, careers are just impressive.
1: Well, I mean, if you if you look at the, the the pedigree and what many of the Miss Americas have gone on to do in television uh, stage uh, business, as you mentioned, science, medical it's amazing to see that and you know that's not what the impression would be and you know it's time to get over that it's time to move on people you know let's let's understand that uh, you know you can you can have the total package and it's awesome to be able to do that tell me about the when miss america wins okay um i want to know what happens the second she wins what happens after that what becomes of miss america we're going to take that uh we're going to get to that right after this break we're going to take a quick break and come right back
0: C-Suite Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. It's good to have you back. We're doing a live cast right here on LinkedIn and Facebook as we're bringing you a live cast of All Business with Jeffrey Hazard right here on C-Suite Radio. I'm talking with the CEO of Miss America. We're talking about the new Miss America. Everything's changed like most things in COVID. Lots of good changes that are coming about. And, of course, the organization's 99 years old. And, of course, it's making more and more trans transformations as it gets a little older. Like the rest of us, as I get older, I get better. And the same thing is true with Miss America. So right before the break, we were talking about the Miss America. She wins, she gets the crown, she gets the flowers. And do they sing the song now, Chantel? They still sing the song?
2: The There She Is song is not anymore. But you asked earlier, you know, is there going to be a new song? And maybe there is for our 100th anniversary. So there's the question. You got to tune in to our network when we're going to debut on our 100th anniversary competition. Maybe we'll have a new song. But everybody knows.
1: Should we we announce that I'm singing it? No, we don't want to do that. That's not a good thing. Not a good thing.
2: (laughs) When you say this, you know, you 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 have brands out there that you talk to, companies that we all know name. Miss America is just a brand that you know First of all, you say Miss America. Everyone knows what Miss America is. She is representative of America. I mean, it just really just says that. I mean, first of all, is a, as a company, you know, do you want to partner with us? Of course you do. We're brand safe. I mean, we have these authentic, real gals out there. When you ask what this happens with Miss America, everybody thinks, oh, when she wins, does she get whisked away and taken and put in a special, you know, bubble and we, you know, take care of her and groom her? No. What happens is she wins the crown and the title. She gets a before the press and the press grill her and ask her what her goals and objectives and what she wants to accomplish, what's her business plan. So right off the bat, she's answering the tough questions. The next morning, we send her off to the major networks in New York, possibly, or wherever it may be, put her on camera the next morning on major morning shows. Uh, And then from there, she goes right on the road to speaking. In a typical year, not a pandemic year, she's traveling—you um, know—every forty-eight to seventy-two hours in a new location, presenting to organizations, businesses, and being that main speaker or that guest speaker, performing um, there to just talk about her social impact initiative. Miss America is like I said, a three hundred sixty-five day a year job, where she's totally making a difference, and she has that social impact that she's trying to advocate. Whether it be our current Camille Schreier, Miss America's uh, advocacy is mind your meds, you know, uh, whether it be overdose or um, use of drugs inappropriately, she's talking to, like I said, pharmaceutical company uh, meetings to the United Nations. So those are just examples of what our Miss America does. So when you say what happens, this is what happens. But beyond that is what all the others do. Like I said, not just focusing on Miss America, but all those 50 other state title holders, because we have 50 states plus D.C., they go back into their states and their communities and are continuing to advocate for their cause and make a difference in their states. So throughout the whole year, they're doing their job and most of them, it's full time. You know, maybe they're taking schooling part time because we want that educational component to be uh, an important part of their, their lives as their Ms. state title holder, whatever they may be a Miss South Dakota. But at the same time, they're going back and then all these local title holders are still advocating. So, and I talk about, uh, you know, how we can make an impact. We have such social influencers or influencers on the ground, whether it be not just in the communities, but if a business wants to partner with us, the numbers that we have, the thousands of not only uh, young ladies that compete, we have the thousands of volunteers, and then we have thousands and thousands of followers. Like I said, that's what's so interesting. We are a very unique brand for that. We have this one time a year TV show that already watched we have the day-to-day everyday that our state title holders are continuing to do every day. And then we have the social media following, which we are now making an impact in this virtual world. You know, Miss America is now a pandemic, Miss America. She's she's doing her science demos out in her backyard, blowing up, you know, blowing up, displaying science demonstrations, you know, in her backyard virtually for kids in the classroom or whatever it may be. That's the stuff that we do on a day-to-day basis yeah. that people don't, you know, realize. And the only well, thing it's, about
1: mil- it's mil- Millions of brand ambassadors, really. I mean, when you think about it, you get thousands of influencers and brand ambassadors to out to millions of people. So if you're a brand, what are some of the brands that you've worked with in the past so that people understand? I mean, because, I mean, this is great. I get advocates for the brand, live it. I mean, this you can't get more American than this, than values, enterprise, doing good work, you know, and wholesomeness. I mean, it's all wrapped up into one. I You don't hear the controversy with Miss America, like you've heard with some of the other pageants that might might be out there and which is kind of really unique and different. So what are some of the brands that you've worked with in the past?
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go categories about that, you know, obviously yeah. and wellness and, you know, auto industry, insurance, um, retail sector. But, you know,
1: Bever- beverages would be one I would think. I mean, I'm, I can't listen, folks, whoever's in charge of milk. Are you yeah. kidding me? Milk, butter, cheese, the the, the good stuff, the staples that, of life, right? Isn't
2: there a company that's celebrating their 100th anniversary? They really should partner with Miss America.
1: I we'll, think. we'll have to give them a call. Hey, wake up there. I think it's, I think, wait, is it Land of Lakes or somebody yeah. like that? We got the, hey, whoever's got anniversaries out there, think about how you put this together. I love this
0: idea.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you said, you can... Think of any other organization that you can partner with that's authentic, real, relatable, brand safe. You don't have problems with Miss America or any of its followers. We have, yeah. like, a huge grassroots following, a social impact and the exposure, the advocacy that we have. We have cause marketing. So many of our companies today want to make sure they're partnering with those that have causes and are of how they're making a difference in the world. These young ladies are doing it all across the country. We 1,500 title and holders.
1: You, and you do it, and you could do it in every state and every local community. So imagine if you're a franchise, imagine if you're a national brand. Imagine if you're even regional. I mean, you could do this by state. You could do this by region. You could do it across the country. And I think that's pretty unique. Hey, one last thing, because I know we've got a couple minutes left. I want to make sure I touch base. I said you were 99. Okay, not you personally, but I said the organization was 99, but you're about to turn 100. We mentioned that. What are some of the big plans in place for the 100th anniversary?
2: Well, hopefully, again, just that look back. We have to share our history because everyone knows yeah. that someone that they may know have competed. And that's what's interesting, too. So we're, we're this huge spider web out there. So you know somebody that has competed in the Miss America organization. So it's that look back and the history and the review and showing up this iconic brand that we have and the women that make it up and the volunteers, all of us that are part of this program, we are going to highlight them. So that's the first thing. Uh, The next thing is celebrating through our states, and every state has a state competition all next year, and next summer is a big part of it, is making sure that we're celebrating those states and then recognizing our sponsors. This is a great time for sponsors to partner with us in this 100th anniversary. Not only that, we're going to feature our forevers, our forever and former Miss America those that we know and we've seen and we've heard let's go back and review them maybe it's a documentary we're going to have some fun you know in ways to, to show off the Miss America and of course then it's leading to our network broadcast on a major primetime television network uh that Miss America will celebrate our 100th anniversary and with that we're going to have some things that will be rolling out some good surprises sponsorships some maybe people that'll be involved celebrities there's all things that will come with it so Jeffrey, we we need to make sure you're involved some way, shape, or form.
1: We'll make sure. I love it. I love what you're doing. I love, I love the the young women, the professionals that are part of this. I think it's just a really neat way of being able to, to really espouse and tell values. And I'm all about values, been leading the hero club for a lot of years. So I love this kind of uh play and I love this kind of work that we get to get uh, we, we get to do every single day. So Chantel, thanks for ha- being a part of all business with Jeffrey Hazlett right here on C Suite Radio. We certainly appreciate it. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about the things I learned. And today I talked about or learned about relevancy. And I think that's a very important thing. You know, how do you keep an organization relevant when it's 99 years old? Going on 100? Well, you got to reinvent yourself. And they've done that certainly in. Miss America. They said, "Hey, out with the swimsuit competition." We've never been really about that, although people like to think that that's what they're about, and everybody, of course, would enjoy it. I know I would tell you I did too. But nonetheless, that's not what they're about. They're all about scholarship. They're all about enterprise. They're all about you know being smart. And certainly, that's what you find with a lot of these Miss America contestants. Is they are wicked smart and wicked talented in every way possible. So that's what I learned. Don't judge a book by its. Cover, judge it by its values and what's inside. That's what you're going to be able to find. And that's what I learned right here on All Business with Jeffrey Don't forget, tune in next time for our
0: very next show right here on C-Suite Radio. Thanks for listening.